Hey there, podcast people. I, I'm about to start with some momentum again. This is going to be two days in a row. I, I just saw something, and I kind of just, just got my thoughts rolling, so I figured I'd share a little, um, especially with yesterday's talk about service and whatnot. The, uh, I was in line behind a woman at 7-Eleven, and uh, she was very kindly. Wa- uh, I noticed her as I was walking around. Uh, she was walking a guy around, pointing out the food options he had. Uh, walked him up, uh, bought him some food. The guy, uh, at this point, I recognize is probably homeless. And she grabs him a couple slices of pizza, tells him to make fresh pizza, uh, tells him not to accept the uh, pizza that's sitting in the case. Uh, it did look a little old and tired. Um, but he, she spoke, she, she obviously was doing something kind and spoke to this man with a level of like kindness that, uh, you know, was, well, it was just heartwarming. But the interesting part was there was such a switch when she turned to speak to, uh, the people behind the counter, she was bossy and directive and kind of almost accusatory that she was about to leave while this man waited for his pizza and that they would, she was like, don't try and give him that old pizza, you know? And it's funny. It just kind of, it highlighted to me that sometimes, um, you know, obviously this woman was attuned to the idea of being of service to someone. Uh, but we have to, we have to recognize, and I know I, I personally have, trouble with this, you know, you see, you see the opportunities for service. Um, and you know, uh, and it's exciting. You want to do for other people and, and be kind. And, um, like we talked about on uh, yesterday's podcast, the, the, you know, the good feeling you get from that is awesome, but we, uh, I think we can all be a little more conscientious of the small opportunity. You know, is it service? Maybe, I don't know, or just kindness. The interesting thing is that had, you know, the woman making the purchase spoken kindly to the woman behind the counter, or even civilly to the woman behind the counter, she may not have noticed at all. You know, she may have just been, you know, another transaction in the day. But I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me to find that that woman thinks about, you know, the woman behind the counter thinks about this interaction later today when she's done with work and she's thinking of her day, you know, the way this woman talked to her can be, you know, could be taken harshly. And I, I feel for that. I, um, I know for myself, I have oftentimes, you know, I see a large opportunity for kindness. And yet when I speak to people who, you know, I'm comfortable with even or close with, or, um, I oftentimes have a tone or a facial expression or, you know, a hand gesture or whatever it is. I'm a demonstrative person. It's, it's just, it's definitely something, uh, my friends will be the first to remind me that, um, you know, my, my face and body language communicate a lot. Uh, so for me, it just really highlighted the point of, you know, of watching for the small opportunity to, to do kindness and to be kind. Um, so with today's, you know, positive message of the day handled, I also want to cover something else. 
So we have a semi-regular guy who I don't think will mind me talking about him. Uh, he's English. Uh, he's here. He's waiting for his work visa. Um, he is extremely nice. Like I, uh, he, he's one of the people that when he walks into the bar uh, and I'm working and uh, it, I, I, I know that I'm going to enjoy the next few hours more than I would have. And I appreciate that. What I do not appreciate is yesterday we get into a discussion of sauce, uh, which is how he referred to ranch as sauce, and how he had ranch for the first time three weeks ago, and he's, he's in love with it. It's great. I was calmly explaining that ranch is just shitty, shitty substitute when you don't have blue cheese. And then this man tells me, no, I had it today. It's good on nearly everything. I had it today on my tuna sandwich. And as my, my mouth fell slack, that <laughs> facial expression I have trouble controlling, uh, he looked at me and he, he very reasonably said to me, not right on the tuna, there was cheese. That's not a, that's not a force field, my friend. That's cheese. You do not put ranch on your tuna fish sandwich. Or maybe he does. He, he defended it to the end. But the important part here is that we remember there's, there's only three kinds of, of real dressing here to talk about. There's blue cheese that has chunks of cheese and is delicious and I'm pretty sure is, is sent here because God wants me to be happy. And in turn, there is ranch which is a poor substitute that I will just pass on, but I get it. Trust me, I'm in California. I'm pretty sure it's the state flower, ranch dressing. And then there's the final option. There's blue cheese dressing that doesn't have chunks in it. Folks, that's not blue cheese dressing. I don't know what it is. Blue cheese flavored water, I don't know. Stop Stop selling that. Stop serving that. Maybe maybe you like orange juice with pulp, and maybe you like it without. And that's a that's a personal preference. I'm a pulp guy, but whatever. That's fine. But blue cheese with chunks or not with chunks, that's not a personal preference. That's an abomination of culinary mistake. I I can if ranch spills on my plate, it's fine. I'll live with it. If you put that whack-ass blue cheese water on my plate, I, I'm, I can't, I, I just won't eat. It's fine. It's just, so be kind to people everywhere you turn and do not sell crappy-ass ranch water. Oh, blue cheese water. Yeah. Don't sell ranch at all. Just give it away.